Stitch up. It was a stitch up. We recorded hours of material and most of it is a good bloke doing a good podcast. And the one time I accidentally offend small people with a height reference, it makes the edit. You're going to look a prat. You offend, you do a quiz about midgets and you're labelled a prat. And that's the game. Ever seen a blind man cross the road Trying to make the other side Ever seen a young girl growing old Trying to make herself a bride What becomes of you, my love When they have finally stripped you of The handbags and the glad rags That your granddad had to sweat So you could buy Well, hello. What a treat that was. Yeah. <laughs> That's extended secret version of the theme tune. From, exclusive. Well, exclusive indeed. But from the man himself, Mike Darbo, Debo, Debo. <laughs> <laughs> we probably should know his name if we've uh, yeah, got a track from him. But cheers, cheers, Mike. Cheers, Mickey. <laughs> oh, yeah. <You're> <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, something that uh, you may have noticed. We've been using the um, the official track, Handbags and Glad Rags, which we actually obtained from the man himself a while ago now, wasn't it? When we first started. Second episode, I think, we yeah. started. And we've never actually delivered the whole the whole track, so I'm sure we can drop a bit more of that in over time. Yeah. I'm sure the requests will be flooding in now. Play the whole track, play the whole track, play it all. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Little little treat for us there as we are into the specials. So we thought special occasion, <laughs> special tune. Here we go. A few thank yous, bit of housekeeping before we kick off. Yeah. Anything to say yeah. to our um, community? Our community. As ever, we're sort of building building on Twitter. There's been a lot of good threads recently. Start with one and it just escalates <laughs> and I mean that that's basically our life. You yeah, know, the the social media now literally I'm having to find excuses for why I'm laughing. Yeah. I'm at work and yeah, I'll just start giggling to myself. And it's, there's only so many times you can pop to the toilet before someone asks <laughs> if you've got a problem. It's the random ones I get, like, you know, you might I might put a, a quote on, you know, I think there's been a rape up there or something like that, or something related to a conversation and then someone will just reply with and they did or or <laughs> and I bet yeah. they did or or something like that and it's just it's, it's got no relevance to anything, but it just makes me laugh. I think when we first sat down and said Let's do a let's do a podcast about the office. That was kind of what we were looking for, wasn't it? Yeah. Those just just literally reliving the series, reliving the best lines, reliving the genius that it was, really. And clearly, there's a lot of people out there that enjoy that too. So yeah, we've enjoyed mixing it up with you, and I'm sure there'll be loads more that we'll dig out. There is almost an office quote for yeah every it, every aspect it, of daily life. It kind of um, leads us nicely into the whole World Cup of office quotes that exactly. um, is about to go down. Yeah, We're just just figuring out a way to do an it. office based draw, <laughs> and then that'll that'll kick off. Um, we might 
tie that in with a couple of the sort of super fan pods that we're hoping to bring out as well yeah I think um, we'll get these uh, not get them out of the way that sounds very disrespectful to a, to a special but yeah finish the series off nicely and then uh, we can invite some super fans on to do the draw yeah maybe that's the case get in touch yeah if you want to come that, on and do the draw that could be a, that could be a good one yeah get people on to to do the draw film it pre uh, perhaps even stick it on our YouTube channel oh interesting Bang. <laughs> well oh, it's a YouTube channel coming out today but are we going to be famous YouTubers oh yeah oh, but that, there's, big, there's money in that now, the Carabao but. Cup see that draw yeah where that was over it's, in um, it was over somewhere Ca- else wasn't it Carabao Cup first round this year First, oh, it's going to be drawn by I think it's John Barnes, and it might even be it's John Barnes and Ray Parler in a Morrison's in London. <laughs> <laughs> Why in a Morrison's? Who knows? Is they one of their top stockists? <laughs> they sold the most caravan. So uh, we're going to do the World Cup of Office draw from our local Morrison's. <laughs> <laughs> We could do that. I'm sure there'd be, you know, we could maybe attract some bigger names than Ray Parler. Yeah, he's Surely. a wanker anyway. Yeah, he's a wanker, mate. <laughs> Anyone is. Um, yeah, maybe get Alan Brazil. I'm sure he'll be Big up time. for it. He loves an energy drink. Top goes the red wine on the roof. Um, yeah, okay. Let's do that then. Yeah, so Looking yeah. forward to them. They'll be they'll be good. If you've got anyone... Um, likes lurking around their local Morrisons, then yeah. Yeah, send them in. We've got, we've got a few people already lined up that are going to be on our Superfan podcasts. But any listeners, if you think that you you know you're worthy of being on one or you know someone that you think should or you're interested in then let us know on twitter and we'll see what we can do yeah i'd, I'd actually like to basically just get a we say community that's a bit of a bit of a term but ultimately just want some people to talk about the office with sitcoms with you know just we just want just, some friends just want someone to talk to <laughs> this is an outcry pouring for help but yeah i think i think it would be quite enjoyable we can get yeah get some Get some hangouts. I think that's what the kids are doing these days, isn't it? And uh, and uh, see where that goes. So we'll keep you up to date with the drill, and then I guess it'll be Twitter polls. Yeah, I think we've got sixty-four quotes, haven't we? Yeah, there are still opportunities to get last-minute ones in, but I think we've pretty much got the best ones in there. A few stragglers that will maybe squeeze out the group stages. Um, yeah, we'll see how long we can milk that for. <laughs> basically, <laughs> so what we've got coming up today then? What's happening for the special? Well, obviously, part one of the the Christmas special. We'll be going through that, reliving the episode itself. Um, we've got a Neil of Fortune. Neil of Fortune returns after yes. a two-episode break. We've got a staff room. We'll, we'll just hang out, have a bit of a chat. Do you like the staff room. Uh, and there will be some quizzes. Standard. Got to be a quiz. You do a quiz about a midget, you labelled <laughs> a crap. <laughs> and that's the game. And that's the game. All right. Should we crack on then? Let's do it. What's happening? You know, oh, look, he's a good guy. He's getting on. He's their friend as well as their boss. Uh, um, he's a motivator, an entertainer. There's lots of good stuff. Oh, he's made one mistake, like any human would. Should we just cut that out? No, what? Put that bit in. Cut the other stuff out. We want a scapegoat. We want to dumb down. We want to give them the biggest plonker of the year. You know, I'm not a plonker. The first scene of the special. Yeah, well, um, three years on. Kind of lets you know that it is a, a follow-up to the original. I think it kind of it sets the tone, doesn't it? It's less it's less like an episode of one of the series, but it is a kind of specific following of Brent as an individual now, rather than... Different vibe, um, isn't it? Different yeah, vibe. different what, vibe. What's your vibe in the special? Yeah, it, it, it sounds like he's... I mean, it starts off a bit bitter, doesn't it? He's got a bitter tone to him. We've been saying it all along, haven't we, about the about the stitch up, and he's. It seems odd that he hasn't learnt his lesson. Yeah, he's back for more, even <laughs> even though he knows it's a stitch up. It, or is this kind of like going to be his redemption? Yeah, I think it's it's kind of a bit of both. He's 
he's got that redemption side of it where he wants to get his true side of the story across but at the same time I think he would have done this anyway even oh, if yeah, he knew gotcha. he'd make him look like a prat because he's that's the game he even mentions about being famous for famous's sake you know yeah. so I, th- I think for him he would have jumped at the opportunity to do this purely so he can get back on the telly he's been searching for it all along hasn't he yeah with the comedy and the, the well, band and music and... the um, all the, the special guest appearances someone as low as that it kind of <laughs> feels like they're some kind of celebrity mixing with bubble yeah, I mean, I mean, what big big name? Whatever yeah. happened to Bubble? Who cares? Is he still alive? I don't know. He's Chelsea fan. He go fuck himself. Oh. <laughs> Any Chelsea boys in? Any Chelsea boys in? Hope not. Um, yeah, get out. <laughs> I mean it. They filmed hours of material, and most of it is a good bloke doing a good job of work. And the one time I accidentally headbutt an interviewee makes it to the program, you're gonna look a prat. You're gonna you headbutt a girl on telly and you're labelled a prat. And that's the game. Um, headbutt Karen Roper <laughs> dropped the nut on her. Just Roper to beat. Um yeah, so that was clearly obviously I think big, it's uh it's pointing that you pick that part. Yeah. Well that is that is that is quite a big yeah, big deal. That it? is gonna make you look like a prat. Yeah. Um He's got lots of lots of points that made him look maybe a bit silly, but the physical attack on someone that's come for an interview <laughs> probably going to be in the top couple of uh, moments, yeah, isn't it? That is probably. I think if you look up Pratt in the dictionary, it's that kind of thing, and it's not really offensive yeah. though, is it, Pratt? No, it's what is the meaning of Pratt? Where did that come from? I don't know. If you know, send it in. <laughs> Answers on a postcard. My old PE teacher used to call us all Pratts. Yeah. He had one of those, like, you know, the soft R. You know, you prat. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Fair enough. Yeah. No, he was a good bloke. Good bloke. Lovely man. The episode starts with Tim carrying on playing his pranks on Gareth. Yeah, not much has changed. You can see quickly that the the fun kind of gets sucked out of it a little bit. Yeah, he's not got Dawn, has he, to carry on the prank and... The new receptionist's not really on it, is she? No, not in the same wavelength. More professional. Well, that's true. So Gareth's made a few changes. He rules with discipline, doesn't he? Absolutely. Surprised Tim's still there. He's clearly not happy to tell that. Good to see Brent outside of the comfort zone, not in his office anymore. Yeah. He's sort of out and about in the real world. I think you get more of a sense of him in this when he's actually (laughs) out in public talking about... Shoving bananas up his ass. <laughs> a cucumber right up there. You can't be just penis jokes, really, can you? No. No matter how old you get. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Does yeah. <laughs> the, the joy of being childish. Bananas, isn't it, Paul? Yeah, and we all know what you do with them when you get them home, eh? <laughs> Shove them up your guy. I'm not, he knows I'm not. He's just a... Although, you know, Paul, fruit is very versatile, isn't it? <laughs> Uh, you feeling cold, David? Oh. <laughs> cold. Mine shriveled. <laughs> uh, and he's been, oh, he's been recognised, sort of. So he's a fat blonde from, from, from airport. <laughs> airport is brilliant. Oh, oh. Who's the uh, bloke? EasyJet or Stelios, Stelios. whatever his name was. Absolute hero, wasn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we should do an airport podcast. Bring back airport. But it was around about the time, this sort of, um, well, clearly it's referenced, but it's, <laughs> hey. it's, it's just one of those... Of documentaries we mentioned before you know you've got the one on the cruise ships and all that sort of stuff oh yeah that yeah mm. but they were they were real weren't they with real people that this sort of harnesses that that vibe but yeah obviously getting all the best stuff out of it the main thing i get from this is that he's he's still desperate to be seen and desperate to be in the public eye isn't he he's, 
he want he wants to be known. He wants to be famous. I mean, he basically threw his autograph on that guy. The guy didn't necessarily <laughs> he clue, want it. He? he hasn't got a clue. He doesn't know his name. Doesn't know what show he's from. He doesn't know him. It could be someone he knew from school. It's vaguely familiar. Or used to work he'll, with. Yeah. He'll, he'll kick himself later. Yeah, he won't. Often he, he probably won't. won't. Yeah, absolutely not. <laughs> but from that, we also see that it's not always not always good. <laughs> You're getting calls, pug nose gimp, absolutely <laughs> flabulous. You beardy twat. <laughs> <laughs> Lard boy. I love this comeback though, is what have you ever done on telly? That's kind of the, <laughs> that's the bar, isn't it? Doesn't matter, doesn't matter what you've done. Or have you been a twat on telly? He uses that a couple just, of times, doesn't ha- he? Yeah, just have you been on the telly? Yeah, Being was... on the telly is the threshold of making it. He makes that joke, doesn't he, in uh, in his stand-up about, uh, I think it was when Big Brother started, it was that uh, Kinger, the contestant. Oh, yeah. She's up to the fucking label. Yeah. <laughs> I saw your Kinger on telly last night. Oh, yeah, what was she up to? <laughs> she's up to the fucking label. <laughs> <laughs> Shoving a wine bottle up there. So it's that kind of, yeah, but she was on the telly, wasn't she? doesn't matter what she's True. doing. And, uh, yeah, he's obviously harnessed that and span it into Brent's personality. Um, I mean, you always get the old person who doesn't appreciate what you're doing, shout silly things, but... What sort of things? You beardy twat, pug-nosed gimp, lard boy. And I go, yeah, what have you ever done on telly? Nothing, so don't... Absolutely flabulous. So Tim's got himself a new partner. He's replaced Gareth um, with Anne. Pregnant. And I think we've all worked with someone like Anne. Pregnant. Annoying. (laughs) (laughs) Not... Um, not mutually exclusive. No, not all pregnant women are annoying. No, definitely no not. Get that out there. We are not in any way discriminatory against pregnant women. Especially um, someone. Yeah, especially, yeah. My, <laughs> my my partner's pregnant at the moment. Um, she is annoying. She's, <laughs> she, she's probably the uh, you know the exception to the rule. Um, yeah, doing wedding. That's that's for a different podcast. I yeah, think. she's not listening. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. But yeah, I don't I don't know what Anne brings to the show. She's probably the one character I've got no time for in any context. Yeah, so she's she's almost a nothing character, and I think that's probably the point. The fact that what she talks about is so mundane and so irritatingly boring, and I think it's almost accentuates how unhappy Tim is now that everyone's gone. It is. The kid that he bullied has gone. Yeah. His girlfriend, or the girl yeah, he fancied, yeah. has gone. He's got nothing. Yeah, it's just there's just nothing there for him now. I, I mean, we've probably all worked with an Anne, as you say. But we do, we do find out what David has done now, what he's moved on to. Um, he's not, he's not door-to-door salesman. He doesn't go cold calling. <laughs> yeah, he's got, a, he's got an appointment. Clothes pegs and feather yeah. dusters. Wow, he does sell dusters, but yeah, it's about five <laughs> <laughs> percent. This, uh, this has got one of the. One of the lines that's going to be up there, I think, in the World Cup. Well, it's one that's used fairly regularly, just for no reason. Just if you've got nothing else to say, just to can I ask you something. Who does your tampons? It's, just, <laughs> it's an icebreaker, isn't it? That's bins, floors, worktops, glass. Best till last, okay? Take one of these little fellas. I'm just going to dip it in there, like that. Oh, it's nearly dry, okay? All I'm going to do, just circular motion like that on the wall. And because of the texture and the quality of the chamois, that's coming off with tap water, okay? No solvents, usually you run the risk of discolouring the paint. With this, I'm removing the stain job, not the paint job, okay? That's done, that's dry again. You can use that again. Fine, seems fine. All right. Can I take a dozen or so to start with? Sold to that man. 
Okay, yeah, sure. Start off like that and then let's see. Can I ask you something? Who does your tampons? And it's you can just change the word tampons to whatever you're talking about. That's when you know someone's on your same wavelength. Yeah. Especially for you as a salesman. Would you ever go into a sales environment and just chuck in a little office quote, see if the person that you're dealing with gets it, I and have, if they get it, that's it. Yeah. Job done. We're on. You know, we just start. Yeah. I have uh, I have been doing that more and more, actually, a little bit. More Brentisms. I think it's because it's become more of... Uh, it's more prominent again in my in my brain. It's inevitable. But yeah, it, it just happens. But I mean, the opposite side to that is obviously when they don't, and <laughs> yeah. you then are basically a real life David Brent. <laughs> so yeah, but memorable. Yeah, uh, it swings and roundabouts. We've just taken on a new um, new member in my team, so oh. I might be having a little chat. You know, think of me as a friend first, <laughs> sort of boss second, really. Gotta be done. Probably entertain a third. I think. That is the worry. You either turn into Brent or you're a hero. And what can you do? And that's the game. And that's the game. Oh, here he is. <laughs> the fella who nicked me job. Didn't nick it. Nah, didn't want it anymore. <laughs> he big for it. No, I didn't. Shut up. What are you talking about? He's here more often now that he doesn't work here than he was when he did work here. <laughs> Exaggerating. <laughs> Always nice to see you. Well, it's nice for them to see me. That's why I pop in. So a bit disruptive. Know. Not disruptive. <laughs> it's good for them. So it's good for the company. So it should be good for you. Learn that. Always nice to see you. It's always nice for them to see me. He's here an awful right. lot now, though. I am here an awful <laughs> lot, but I never outstay my welcome. <laughs> so you should yeah. call ahead. I'm not going to call ahead. You're not a doctor. Let me see. David coming back into the office, unannounced, obviously. Absolutely, not calling ahead. He's not going to call ahead. Um, it's, it's weird that he would go back. Comes in, sees Tim, um, and that's where we get some of the best outtakes. Ah, oh, the outtakes um, this bit are incredible. I'm sure, I'm sure people that watch the office would have seen the the outtakes at some point in the Bishop Rizzoera. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> Tim Canterbury, yeah. Canterbury <laughs> Tales, uh, Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> Bash the bishop. <laughs> <laughs> I wish they'd have used it. Been perfect. You can imagine what that must have been like. Well, it shows, but Tim's not <laughs> not knowing what's coming. But have you uh, have you ever left a job and then gone back after? As like a well, as a guest, just popping yeah. in. Um, yeah, occasionally. I've done that a couple of times, and it's only after watching this again, thinking, "Shit, is that what I look like?" <laughs> Saying that, I didn't go in and start going through yeah, the new the boss's drawers. drawers. Well, I bought that. But um, it's only when you go back in, you think, well, I probably didn't need to be. Well, in. I, I went back because I was. It was nice for them to see me. Yeah, you know, I was raising yeah. morale. <laughs> so you know, and if it's good for them, it's good for the business. It's probably good for you. That's yeah. that's the only reason I did it. But it's funny here that considering during the episodes, Gareth was so distraught that he was leaving, and they were so tired, and he's quite quick to kind of cut him out and say yeah call ahead you've got to make an appointment to see me yeah, whereas before he was like a little he was a little lap dog wasn't he he's obviously learned a lot gareth he looks like he's uh you know he's, he's grown into the job his hair's still a mess but very not. very razor sharp that's a bowl isn't it yeah that literally is a bowl around his head yeah he's obviously Good learned enough. a lot gareth he's you know He's running a tight ship. He must be doing an all right job. Probably. Neil seems happy. Learnt from the best, didn't he? Kind of. I suppose, in many ways, he's learnt from the worst. Uh, yeah, he's how, learnt how not to do it. Say his worst is a bit harsh. 
he's learned from the mistakes of David and he even mentions that himself doesn't he yeah and as we know it was a stitch up it was so a stitch up Brent probably wasn't all that bad anyway but it gets a bit passive aggressive there don't they when it's call ahead no I'm not going to yeah, call that's ahead yeah it's a bit, that's, a bit awkward that's one of the more awkward kind of scenes because at different levels and I think that is the sort of thing that the whole fake laughing and that sort of thing it's, uh, I think we've all been there we've had times when you sort of talking to someone like that yeah and oh no do the old oh, voice and you go oh, <laughs> don't worry about it <laughs> and then you actually realise you've got nothing to say yeah. when you when you run out of jokes yeah anyway uh, probably should uh, crack on uh, <laughs> yeah see you later mate see you later yeah. we'll go for that drink <laughs> um, oh here's Anne back to Anne yeah there's little things like this the whole well just say the date's wrong yeah it's, you've made an error it's no need I mean, one one of the things that I do at work, in my apart from constantly Fast tweet from tweet office quotes, is streamline projects. And I know it sounds silly, but uh, that sounds a bit like management, <laughs> Steve. <laughs> but the fannying up around in the, here up in the business sky. All all she has to say is dates wrong, fix yeah. done. But the whole are, are you sure you ha- you happy with this? That time, yeah, <sighs> time's money. And that tone, it really tits me off tits me off yeah <laughs> there's a new saying I'm trying to get off the ground okay cool um, hashtag that later yeah I just don't I just don't just change it don't even tell Tim yeah. if that's your job to proofread and check it before it goes out yeah that is literally what you're being paid for then you know fair enough if you ask I, me I, I understand you need to tell people when they made mistakes so they don't repeat them but I can't imagine that's a very no a very common one oh well I don't know interesting Dawn and Lee Dawn Dawn's got a baby let me find out it's not her, surely. It's not. There is that twist. This thing mentioned before, that to me, that could be literally anywhere. Like that the house. Yeah, that doesn't look like it's in America. That, no. But, I mean, what does America look like, Steve? Well, oh, here comes America across the Atlantic <laughs> <laughs> in an airplane. Someone will email us. Normally, someone does. Oh, people aren't, they're not shy about pointing out our mistakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I stopped reading the emails. <laughs> I'll read them to try and make myself feel better about myself, but no, they're yeah. they're generally negative. Yeah, I did that. Uh, I'm only joking. They're they're very good. Keep did, sending them in. Did you see that one from the Nigerian bloke? <laughs> Apparently, our distant cousins um, oh, yeah. left us a few quid. Yeah, I've 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 already reinvested it. I bought some new microphones and stuff. Cool. Yeah, so we're we're on to a winner. How much did you have to send him? Oh, it wasn't much. It was like a fraction. I mean, I think he, we're due for like four million or something like that. Yeah. Um, I only had to send him like 10 grand. So just oh, well, went straight ahead. Happy I thought, days. I thought it's a no-brainer. I wouldn't even consult you on that one. Just went ahead and made the decision. Yeah, good man. Yeah. So that's pretty much all the money we've made from this podcast. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's fine give, though. Give four million though. So, you know, you do the math. Yeah. yeah what's, that, what's that pro rata? <laughs> <laughs> what kind of tip am I going to be on? <laughs> now we find out the big journey that Brent's been on since. Oh, yeah. He's made a few quid as well, look. Well, yeah, exactly. But that was just because of your redundancy thing. They couldn't call the job the same thing, and he sued them. So. Did you win? Oh, yes. Had to pay you off, didn't they? Yeah, out-of-court settlement, so quite a lot of money. Ka-ching. Wasted most of it, though. I didn't waste it. Tell her what you spent it on. I released my own single. <laughs> so if that's a waste of money... Well, it is a waste of money, because you didn't even get in the top 100. Good. Didn't want it to. Next. Suing them, that's interesting. Yeah. I wonder how that played out. Out of court settlement, though, so they obviously didn't want to go through the whole the whole rigmarole of taking yeah. him to court. It's fair, I'd, I'd need to know the whole... I guess it's because they've taken legislation. Yeah. It's a fair point. Made him redundant and got someone else in straight away. We did say it at the time. Did we? Why, yeah, why are they offering, why are they offering the job to 
Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did you listen back to the episodes? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's a, a fair point, I suppose, but you think it's, it's naive, isn't it? You know it's going to happen. Well, if you're going to yeah. do that, you know you're going to get taken to court. Yeah. It's going to exactly. cost you more. Exactly. Either way, he uh, obviously, like you, reinvested the uh, the money that we've made back into Nigerian yeah. scams. I mean, uh, um, microphone. Sure yeah. things. Yeah. He's released his record, which of course is. He's famous now. Of course, he's gonna he's gonna go massive. This is gonna take him next level. Yeah, it doesn't. <laughs> Fair to say. Um, I want to know what else was in the chart when he released that though. It's a good chart. Because if you look at it, he sold 150 copies and he got to 113. Mm-hmm. What were well, the other 112? Well, this is the thing we put it out on Twitter the other day. If 150 copies got him to 113. I want to know, surely, even if it's just for a laugh, our listeners, our Twitter followers, whatever, surely we could get to, say, 200. You'd expect so. We could, get, mean, we could get to 200 buyers for charity. I don't know if there's more more requirement now. I'm not sure how it works. Yeah. Someone will know. But I, email, email it in. It, it can't... Those those figures can't add up, surely. Because, I mean, to break the top 100, you're looking at maybe 300 Oh, I think more than he, that. I think you're looking a lot of plays for that. Oh, of course. But on Spotify. A, a, Single sales back then. According to this. Well, yeah, relative to those numbers. Re, I mean, you're yeah. looking at 200 sales would get you in the top 100. I'd be up for that. But now, I bet you, you've got to be looking at a few thousand, surely. Oh, easily. Even to, even yeah. to get in the top 100. Yeah, absolutely. You know, they do like the UK Top 50 or World Top 50 on yeah. Spotify. And they're all like proper tracks by yeah, proper artists exactly <laughs> so yeah but, I think we've got no chance uh, but would, would you be up for recording if you don't know me by now for charity yes definitely yeah. <laughs> I've sung it all week would you be up um, for recording it for some kind of animal charity maybe even get Ricky involved I'm sure he'd be up for that he loves his charities his animal charity yeah. uh, I think he's a bit he's probably a bit busy but I'll give him a ring yeah, you might give us a retweet. I'll get in touch. Yeah. How are you, Ricky? How are you, boy? <laughs> oh, you're a fucker. Oh, you're a fucker. Well, I think, do you know what? Let's let's look into it. I'm more than happy I to do that. I want to release it by overwhelming public demand. We've got, what, six months? We can learn to sing well, in six you months. Can. I'm all right, mate. Well, I'll, I'll learn from you. And we can release a Christmas single. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We can yeah. um, we can look to go to number one. I'd, I'd be happy for RSPCA, even if we sell more than 150 copies. Is that our target? Yeah. At least we can save yourself more than Brent. Sell more than Brent. I'll uh, I'll be I'll be up for that. Let's do it. Should we reimagine it and do a um, a reggae version? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll have a chat about that. It's a great video. It it's is. Good. Said there is some budget gone into it as well. Yeah. There's some, definitely some um, production value. I'm not sure about the the white and the birds, really, guys. It's just, again, it's Brent and his cliches and what he thinks yeah. famous and it's, what he thinks music is. It's very 80s, isn't it? But he, it, I'm, I'm a big fan. It's about the same sort of stuff like Peter Kay was doing when he was doing all of his um, Park Avenue uh, fake video. <laughs> they did um, the Texas one, didn't they? It was very, very similar to this. <laughs> I wonder why they picked this song. It's got a lot of harmony. And a lot of deep feeling <laughs> into it. There's emotion in it. Yeah. No. Undecided. I think we're doing it. Right. It's got to be done. Let's get in the studio. Do we need rights? Um, I'll look into it. Okay. I'll look into <laughs> it. And make some calls. Do you see all these white middle class fuddy duddies going, oh, we got to find the new equivalent. They're looking in Oxford and Cambridge. No. Dr. Dre. Yeah. Ice tea. They're the equivalent of Wordsworth. The David. modern. Oh, yeah. 
You all right? Yep. You doing all right? Yeah. I think I'm doing all right. Ask these, they know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm reffing in the day, you know? Bloody much like that. And then at night, I've just explained to them, do all my uh, celebrity appearances, 500 quid a time. So, right. yeah, I'm doing a... Is that enough jobs for you? <laughs> Great. Right, Neil. Neil's first, back. First we see of Neil. He looks well. <laughs> Three years on. Yeah. Not in a gay way. <laughs> yeah, this, this bit... Is he, is he discussing this with the black guy? Because oh, it makes me feel a little bit uncomfortable. He's obviously singled him out. To, yeah. He's obviously been thinking in the car on the road. Yeah, Dr. Dre. Maybe had some Dre on and it's gone. Yeah, I'm going to talk to the only black guy yeah. to seem cultural. I do enjoy this when uh, he's trying to make himself sound like he's doing really well. It's a little bit cringeworthy. Sort I, of, I don't know, end. someone near sort of like not... I don't know, it seems like everyone's just treating him a bit like a... Special like, needs child? Yeah, <laughs> it's almost like there's pity. Like, oh, I'll just let him hang around, humour him for five minutes, and then yeah. he'll piss off. They've obviously all seen the documentary come out, seen him crying for his job. It wouldn't surprise me if it was kind of... He's kind of denying reality a bit, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, if there'd been a little notice that had gone round to say, well, they're coming back in, everyone, just ignore the cameras, don't play up to it. I can imagine that. I can imagine Neil and Gareth sending an email around. Yeah, the little group t- email. Dear all. Just ignore ignore the cameras. Don't play up to it. Let David make a tit of himself. Yeah, good shout. Definitely. But as we see, if you've got a mobile phone, you're always in the office. <laughs> Do you miss being in the office environment? Um, I am in the office environment. If you've got a mobile phone... You're in the office. I can be in my office, yeah, bombing along at 70 miles an hour plus, 70 miles an hour tops. Um, I I agree with him on that. Life on the road is, you know, it's good fun. Well, you'd know, wouldn't you? Absolutely. You're Mr. On the Road. Yeah, I love, well, you know, not every day now. More more big time now. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. Big get, time. Get big the lackeys time. to do it. Yeah, but a little trip out in my Skoda every now and again <laughs> is... Uh, is uh, is get oh we might get some free Skodas now, yeah yeah send them in, <laughs> but I think there is a there is a freedom and David's right you are still in the office environment you're as long as you've got a mobile phone then you're laughing you know you can get I can ring up and be like right I need X Y Z we don't do faxes anymore but email email it over with an attachment bingo job done job done okay thank you for coming uh, three o'clock on the fourteenth fortnightly management meeting chaired by myself G Keenan. We'll head to Division present. you got your agendas, Gareth. What? Can, can I just add something to the agenda, please? No, you know full well you cannot submit something to be discussed during the meeting. It has to be submitted, submitted before, before 2, two o'clock, o'clock to the so agenda. It can be typed, typed up, up yeah. onto the agenda. Hello. This is the agenda. has been typed right, up. Right, so I got this information after 2 o'clock, mate. There's no way I could possibly have got it in before. I have to um, wait till next time. How about I just tell you the information now? It won't get on what the agenda. I just start telling you that Mike thinks that the quotes he's given well, us don't include VAT. No, 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 I did not officially hear that, all right? You know the rules. Have you been in those sort of meetings before? Oh, we've all had one of them, haven't we? Where yeah. I don't, it's just just yeah. why? Why? I get surely there's a little need for an agenda, but but yeah, if we're having a uh, if we're having a meeting, that surely there's a subject. Do we need that much detail? Gareth, is it just Gareth trying to get his I don't know I mean, the, get his authority on the on them early? The gist I got from that meeting is they're planning the Christmas party. Yeah, does it need to have such a fixed <laughs> and strict? Agenda. I mean, does it need a meeting? Surely yeah. the same as last year, isn't it? Disco, buffet, That's fair. job they done. Must have done a couple since Brent left. Yeah, true. It'd be interesting yeah. to see what they were like. It is interesting that we never saw a meeting of such structure when Brent was in charge. So clearly showing the change of Wynum Hog there. And rightly so. 
Don't get me wrong. Oh yeah, no, to, a bit, to a bit of structure is good. Absolutely. To an extent, that's required. Yeah. You can't have a free for all. You know, it's madness. You'd have the inmates running the asylum. <laughs> he's but, got he's got the any other business on there. You can have your exactly you know, random requests then. Do you have any really I've, random requests at the end of a meeting? I just think, I, for me, meetings just, I don't know, they're just something that people do to not do any work. Let's just go and sit and have a chat. Occasionally, I agree, a good brainstorm, fantastic, but... Some blue sky thinking. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we just smash my ideas around, yeah, just get those up in the business sky, you know, yeah, just crack mm. our heads together, yeah, yeah. Um, no, it's meetings about meetings that I don't get. You have a two-hour meeting and then the actions at the end of it to discuss <laughs> the meeting. stuff that you're supposed to discuss at this meeting. Yeah, exactly. It's the excuse for people to come together, have a coffee and have some biscuits. Oh, I do love a biscuit. Isn't always a bad thing. Yeah, agreed. That's we've... a great point. Forget the storyline, forget the show. Biscuits at a meeting, what are you taking? Uh, well, I wouldn't be taking any. I'd hopefully be eating someone else's. But I uh, would like to see... I'm a man of simple pleasures when it comes to biscuits. You know, a custard cream and I'm anyone's. Good. I don't think you Good. can beat it. Solid. You can spend your money, sure. You can go foxes. Absolutely. <laughs> I go li- out there. But. I was literally having this discussion the other day. I was having it with one of the one of the chiefs, and I said, right. One of the chiefs. One of the chiefs, because uh, Kaiser chiefs. <laughs> no, because I follow a pack of Red Indians around. You know, it's it's oh. what we do. do yeah. call, can we call them Red Indians? Now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Na- Native Americans. Oh, <laughs> Native American. There you go. Segway. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I said, basically, next time I interview, I'm going to ask, do they like custard creams? If they say no, I'm telling them to get out. Don't, fair enough. Uh, fair. Don't trust anyone that doesn't like a custard cream. Although, that's, my, that's my policy. Although, if they don't like them, more for you. I don't care. You, I, can't, I can't trust anyone that doesn't like a custard cream. How do you eat them? How do I eat them? I dunk them. Yeah, good dunk. dunk. You're not one of those that splits, gets the cream out. No, they're for nonsense. You know, there's, there's people that are sort of like grinding the top of their mouth. Oh, no. Trying to separate no. the cream and the biscuit. It's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, we've, um, <laughs> we've digressed like they do in the meetings. That's biscuit chat. Biscuit chat. Were you embarrassed when Tim asked you out? Which time? Shut up. Um, it's, I didn't, I, to be honest, I, I don't know what to say, really, so. Yeah. Well, you did, you said no. No, I mean, um, I was just, I was kind of mortified for Tim or May. And, and anyway, for God's sake, it's like a million miles away now. Um, okay, um, can we not just not talk about it for Tim? I don't want to hurt Tim's feelings. So. They're living the dream. I mean, Dawn doesn't look comfortable with that baby. She's, uh, she doesn't look like she's overly happy with the situation. No. Lee's just basking, as you said. I but mean, the fact that she's a bit twitchy about it, kind of means there's an an element there there's a a little undertone that you know is she completely happy in her life is it really she wants to get off the topic because she doesn't want to hurt Tim or just well she's done well yeah I don't want to talk about Tim don't want to hurt his feelings but I think in reality I think she's in denial well she knows she's in denial she span it well fair play to her yeah, and maybe know. maybe that's why she had to turn him down in the TV show because it obviously was going to go out on telly, but she just couldn't handle it. Now, she, now she's been away, she's realised, you know. Don't know what you got till it's gone. Do you know what famous philosopher said that? <laughs> <laughs> it does make you wonder how long they've been out there. Cause she said they were having an extended holiday, but from the end of the series to now, yeah, she resigned, didn't she? Three so years. That's a very long extended holiday. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah. But then we see Tim and again that seed of doubt of, no, I'm definitely not going to ask her. 
No, I'm definitely no, I definitely won't. And a little, little look, yeah. I might ask her. I like his honesty in this. He's like, look, everyone saw it. I was banged to right, you yeah. know. Talks about the little feeling there in the stomach. I think he's he's looking forward to seeing her again. You know? <laughs> but you've, um, is he going to ask her out again? Though that's the question. Um, he can swap. Lee can have Nana. <laughs> Trader, okay. yeah. Sorted. Yeah, that seems fair. I was watching it with my family, and uh, I was mortified, obviously. And my grandmother said, uh, I'm not surprised you chose the other fella. I wouldn't kick him out of bed. <laughs> so, Lee, um, if you're watching and you ever get bored of being with someone with her own teeth, Nana's up for it. Brent entering the office with the boys, there with the lads. Lads, lads, lads. Cans, cans, cans. I do like the, the pie of Neil there. Just the uh, shakes everyone else's hands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just pie him off. Yeah. Not interested, not interested. It's weird, like, he's a bit... Well, I suppose you wouldn't really be all that keen on him, but he's not that bothered that he doesn't go back, so... I bet he's made an absolute fortune out of him. Well, yeah. Out of court settlement, 42 grand. No. More than I expected. <laughs> Plus his redundancy package. Fucking hell. Minted, isn't he? No one he's just fucking around. But when you go and spunk it all on yeah. releasing a single... We'll find out about what that's like soon enough. We try and get a, a flavour of sort of what he's been up to and he says about Young Friend single and all that. Do you reckon he's been getting any? Motels. Uh Probably not. I, no. think, I think there's no probably about it. Uh, definitely not. He goes home, bottle of little little uh, miniature bottle of Bells. That's yeah, his Radox. Hotel bar, isn't it? And yeah. just probably just sat in there till... Celebrating having a good day with the t- coffee and tea making facilities. On a Tuesday night in Peterborough. Peterborough. Park yeah. off to Peterborough. <laughs> <laughs> He's the always doing board. that, isn't he? He's always trying to be with the lads. He's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting loads of birds. Don't kiss and tell. But he's not. He's not really. I think anyone knows. Anyone that said, oh, gentleman never tells or I don't kiss and tell. It's because they're not getting any. Yeah. Simple as that. No, I'd fucking be kissing and telling. <laughs> I'd, be, I'd, be, I'd probably ring them just after. That's yeah. never guess what. I've, so uh, I've, met, I've, had, I've had intercourse with the lady. It's the whole Lonely Island just had sex, <laughs> isn't it? Absolutely. Um, and then the worst happens, Neil's getting married. Oh, he looks oh. good about that. Yeah. He tries to mug him off with the all, yeah. like someone with a bit more brains. Yeah, how can he tell how intelligent she is from the mm. picture? That's sexist. But he's, again, he's part of himself. Good looking and doctor. Doctor. Kaching for Neil. Cashback. <laughs> yeah, he's done well. He's a good bloke, Neil. Uh, good luck to him. Deserves that. <laughs> <laughs> you see, you start to see because of that, there's definitely an extra panic about the whole two tickets and yes. getting a uh, getting a date thing. One thing for me is Neil and Gareth seem quite tight, but Gareth and David, if he's helping him so much to get an online date, do you not think Gareth would say something to Neil? Mm, maybe. Because yeah. I can imagine Neil probably discusses this That's when David's chart. not there. Yeah. And if you were Gareth, would you? I'm helping him. Do you reckon they discuss him when he's not there? I, or do you reckon he's just irrelevant? He, they just humour him for 20 minutes and then. I think it'd be he's wor- that. He's just he's just not worth any of their time afterwards. It'd be worse for Brent if he was irrelevant. I think he'd, he'd rather be disliked. Uh, yeah, he'd rather than, be talked about. Yeah. I'm not sure that they. Uh, I don't you know, think they're no, not sure he's taken any of the time, but it's a good shout. Or may, maybe that shows the nature of Gareth. You know, he's he can be loyal to both. He's just mm. a good guy, keeps the secrets. Hooray for Gareth! Yeah, and he's a top shagger with a massive knob. <laughs> so it's not made of plastic. Potential, uh, potential favourite character material. Then. What? Because he's because he's got a massive knob. Yeah. Well, oh, 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 hello. Going. Um, we found. Oh, it's taken two series, but we've finally found out about Steve. I'm going most most true to life, aren't I? <laughs> I haven't seen it. 
<laughs> oh, you have. <laughs> I'm not. He, he knows I'm not. <laughs> so you're not looking for a relationship? I'm not shopping for a relationship. Uh, browsing, looking on. If I see a bargain, I've got the money. So it's very much a... That's a metaphor. I'd never pay for it. Talking about paying for it. I've got, I've got to emphasise, very, very much so, this is not me, and this isn't one of those for-a-friend-type situations. Right, okay. However, We'll be the judge of that. However, I had a friend, <laughs> and he was away um, in Germany at an army barracks, and this army barracks nearby has got a brothel called Harim's. <laughs> I personally have never been in there, but I know some people that have, and a friend of mine went in, and you... You pay a certain amount, you go in, you get a robe. It's like a spa, basically. Sounds nice. You've got food, you've got all the pool and all the jacuzzis, you've got steam rooms, and then you've got girls that come round. Okay, again, I've never been there. But they've also got in there a a porn cinema, (laughs) basically. Um, A pornoma. Yeah. So this this friend of mine, this pornatorium, this friend of mine, he went in there and... Married with kids, no intention of doing anything untoward, just going there for a, you know, a bit of a laugh really. And um, went into the cinema, had some food with him, um, sat down, put his hand on the seat next to him, um, and put his hand in a human poo. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just. I bet you wondered where that was going, didn't you? <laughs> I was interested. <laughs> Yeah, things you don't expect. I mean, is that part? Do you have to pay for that, or I don't know if that that cost extra. Dipping sauce. Oh, it was that's um, worse, worse one. It was a plate of chicken wings and a <laughs> handful of shit. <laughs> I'd like to complain about this poster, please. Hey. <laughs> Peter, my agent, he uh, runs the agency that's taking me on, doing all the PAs and stuff. So. What sort of agency is it? Um, a bit of everything, really. Um, um, Is your Brent's been up to then? Yeah. Got himself an agent. Seems good, doesn't he? Doing uh, club appearances at the well-known Mumbo Jumbos. Yeah, big up. Also featuring DJ Hyper Viper. Hyper Viper. Um, you know, he's playing along such renowned artists as that, so fair play. Exactly, it's big time now. Big time. Um, big so time. big time that he wasn't named on the poster. <laughs> he Surprise might, uh, TV personality. He might be big enough to get a lookalike one day. <laughs> on the subject of lookalikes, here we go. That's where your quiz comes in this week. Oh yes, always a quiz. Oh yeah, always and the same. This quiz is named "Play Your Lookalikes Right." So we start off. His agent has got a Michael Douglas lookalike. So yes. the sensible place to start is with Michael Douglas. I agree. I like it. So how much would it cost you oh, to get a Michael Douglas lookalike? This is the kind of quiz I've been waiting for. I'll give you to start. Michael Douglas, four hundred and fifty pounds an hour. Or just, a just, night? just to hire. Because fucking hell, that's decent. We could get him down. <laughs> So, does he do all the, the shaking in it? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can cut that out. <laughs> right, so David Brent, you can get David Brent lookalike. Yep. Is he more or less than Michael Douglas at £450? 
I think he is probably more. More. Yeah. I can tell you, price I look for, you can get him for £441. <laughs> is he going in there like, oh, okay, right. Undercut by yeah. nine quid. I'll get, I'll get you a better deal. I can do nine quid, mate. <laughs> Saying that, another site I found did David Brent and Gareth for £1,227. Yeah, so you do the math on that. I have done the math on that. <laughs> and that brings, if we're going to go Brent at 441, that brings Gareth's worth to 786 quid. Are they the same Brent? Yeah. Ah, oh, that's I don't understand that then. That's weird. So yeah, Gareth's pulling in the cash. Gareth's obviously the, the major player Gareth's, in this duo. Yeah, interesting. So going from Brent at four four one. We'll go for the just Brent, not Brent and Gareth. Okay, good. Um so just Brent at four four one. Ali G. Oh, that's gotta be more, isn't it? Surely. If he's any good. If he's any good. Which I'm well, gonna I'm, I'm gonna say it's not Keith I've in only, his glasses. I've only gone for the, the creme de month of uh <laughs> Of looky likeys here. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna nudge it, nudge it up a touch from that. I think. Yeah, yeah. Ali G. Some, some big bunts for Ali G. Well, one thousand two hundred and fifty-eight oh, yeah. quid. Exactly. That's I'm sure they're thinking. cheaper out there, but we only want the best. Exactly. Yeah, twelve hundred quid. Um, and if that's for a night, I don't think that's too bad. Club together. No, I suppose. What's your, what's your average party on the guest list? Hundred people. Twelve quid. Yeah, uh, I suppose. Have any ticket price in it? we could do this let's get them all there (laughs) (laughs) okay we're carrying on the the office theme obviously Mackenzie Crook went from this and ended up in the Pirates of the Caribbean films yeah Jack Sparrow Jack Sparrow bound to be in it he's probably even I don't know is he a bit more common though are there probably more Jack Sparrows out there I'm going to say I'm going to say a little bit less quite a bit less yeah 503 yeah that's it. 503 quid. Anyone can dress up as a pirate, can't they? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no. Going from Jack Sparrow. I don't know. Personally, to me, it makes no sense why you'd have this person, but Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> he was on the same show as Brent, wasn't he? They yeah. looked like same agency. Yeah. I'm going to say roughly the same fee, maybe a little bit more widespread than Brent, potentially. Just to go and swear at everyone, probably... I'm guessing some awards there. I'm going to say around the around the 500 quid mark. So what was the last one again? 503. Oh, I'm going to, it's either way. I'm going to go a little bit more. It's a little bit, well, I'll say a little bit less. 441. Ah, oh, the same as Brent. Yeah. Should have known. Should have known. <laughs> known. Same website, same price. <laughs> Idiot. Uh, from Gordon Ramsay, we've got a little bit more regal. And if you want to Kate Middleton. Oh, yeah. What are There's got to be more in it. I hope it's more. You going more? I would hope so. For our sake. 503? Yeah, okay. Have you been on two websites? (laughs) 503 and 441. You said I've been on two websites. (laughs) (laughs) Why are they so random? 441. Who who decides that rate? There's probably something to do with that in there. Okay, so from going from British royalty to footballing royalty, David Beckham. Oh, he's got to be... There's a nice segue that one, it by As you say, the creme de la month. So let's go maybe more, a lot more. It is more. 654. Yes. Yeah. Less than Ali G. Half of an Ali G. Interesting. That's, two, um, two Beckhams for your Ali G. For David Beckham, if you were to go a bit more action orientated and you think, right, Bruce, gonna, Bruce Willis. I'm going to go get myself an actions action hero. Oh, um, Sly Stallone. And you go for... A bit of James Bond. Oh. Daniel Craig. What are we saying? I don't I don't know. More I, or less than six five four. 
That wouldn't bother me. I don't think I've ever seen a James Bond filmed all the way through. What's wrong with you? I love a Bond. Oh, oh, hello. Um, I'm going to go a little bit, based on it, might just be me that doesn't like it. I'm going to go a little bit more. A little bit more than Beckham. Than Bex. It's lower. It's oh, 566. I thought it might be around the around the grand mark. To be fair, these are all very... Very consistent, aren't they? Yeah. yeah. They're, they're tough. They're tough. It's not bad, is it, for a night's work? Um, right, this next one. Yeah, I'm not going to dress it up. It's the Stig. <laughs> no, I'm not being funny, but <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I've spotted a problem here. Uh, so uh, if that's like more than 20 quid, I'll be disappointed. Surely just cover the cost of the helmet. <laughs> I'm not calling him a helmet. <laughs> You're the helmet, mate. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's got to be less. It's got to be the lowest of them all. So it's it's less, but Daniel Craig five six six, the Stig five hundred three. <laughs> You're going to pay someone five hundred three? Could literally be anyone, <laughs> considering you don't see the face, doesn't <laughs> speak, <laughs> you don't see any skin. You could just pay anyone. I could do that. So all you're looking for is 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 someone of a certain height, really. But and, even, uh, and even that's rough. Yeah, even on TV, you, you wouldn't necessarily. Oh yeah, the Stig. Oh, he's definitely X height. Unless you need him to do some driving, and you might need a little bit of expertise. Where, where would I don't understand where that would come in handy? Would you get him for like a motor show? Yeah, go karting. Supercars. Just go, oi, Dave, put this suit <laughs> on you, and just walk around a bit. Yeah, that's. Yeah, that's. Oh. I mean, anyone who's paying five hundred quid for that. See, if I was one of the other lookalikes, I'd be very disappointed that someone's doing that. Yeah. Because the effort that goes into creating these characters and actually being the person, you know, learning learning them as a kind of caricature, fuck it, just pop a helmet on. And I can earn the same same boat. <laughs> <laughs> or more in a lot of yeah. cases. That's that's um that's incredible. I mean that's annoyed me actually. If you've if you've got five hundred off. If you've got five hundred and three quid looking at this list, you've got a Jack Sparrow, a Kate Middleton, a Stig, Brent, or Ramsey. Or even a Michael Douglas. <laughs> Uh, yeah, you have changed. That's, that's ridiculous. But, well, um, yeah. I think we could get some donations from our <laughs> listeners, and uh, the, yeah, if they each if they each donate four hundred and forty one pounds, <laughs> we'll be able to get him. There's been there's been no secret on the fact that there are some um, very early days discussions about potentially doing some kind of if you don't know been by now reboot for charity. Yeah, absolutely. If we can get listeners to cover it, we'll have the stig on the video. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's, yeah. Which, to be fair, is quite on brand. Yeah. Considering if you don't know he's me. secretive. <laughs> um, right, last one because I couldn't end on the stick. Oh, last one. I pick the fall, Mister T. Ah, uh, I mean, if you've got to cover his costume or the jewelry, looking at least thirty quid. I mean, I'm annoyed at the stick because I thought that was a banker to be the lowest, but Mister T's probably got to be around that same five hundred quid mark, maybe a little bit less. Is he in the Brent four four one? section i'm not going to tell you this is the quiz well you are you can tell me the answer is that is that your final answer yeah i'll go less 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 than the stick 629 pounds good i'm glad (laughs) thank god for that stick fucking taking the piss Treat. You might recognise this guy from the BBC Two documentary, The Office. 
Some of you might even have bought his single recently, though probably not because it got to about number 400. But let's give him a big mumbo jumbo's welcome. It's David Brent. Good to see you. Got to 113. So have you ever been at a club where they've had a special guest like that? I was going to ask you that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, 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 I would actually avoid that kind of thing. I've been at a club where, <laughs> ironically, ironically enough, Richard Blackwood's been there. <laughs> <laughs> what? <are> <laughs> but um, not in a racist way. <laughs> no, we oh. were we were pleased to see him because he's famous. <laughs> what was he doing there? <laughs> B&RB oh. I think he did his single fair enough but, um, well, it's more than Brenton's doing I guess yeah he's had some reason to be there that's it is it <laughs> doing this really that's a pipe right yeah? yeah do you remember when um, do you remember do you remember when uh, long sleeve shirts under short sleeve shirts sort of thing oh that, that was like grunge sort of stuff though wasn't it yeah skaters and that wasn't yeah. it cool kids yeah cool kids I don't know about that used to have a few of them I bet you did. Until though, I could tell you like a proper little grunger or something. Nah, that's just corner, cool, but you know, don't really, don't really talk about it. Just chilled out, man. But yeah, until my mum started buying me the ones where they were sort of sewn together, sewn together. They were one Ooh. garment. Ooh. So yeah, they were no longer a long sleeve shirt under a short sleeve. They're shirt. not as bad, but those sort of things are getting into the realm of the people that wear the uh, sleeve tattoos. Oh yeah, false tattoos, terrible. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we digress. Yeah, in. that was pretty, um, pretty cringeworthy from Brent. Um, yeah, it's. Uh, it I mean, he's obviously get, he's getting paid for it. I mean, looking at those lookalikes, he's probably doing three hundred <laughs> quid a night on that. But which is begs another question: is that was really awkward? But for approximately thirty seconds work, in yeah. inverted commas, um, I don't care how much he got paid. Would you do that? Because he's get he must be doing it. Must get a couple of hundred quid for going. Uh, look like an ass for a minute and then shoot off. I think if I was in the area, I might, <laughs> I might pop in. But yeah, your baggy purple shirt. Yeah, I'm just not. I mean, you see that little clip of him in the shade at the end as he's sort of back in the shadows, and he's he's clearly not. That's not what he wants it for, he's, is it? He's dead behind the eyes. He wants the adulation. He wants the crowd to love mm. him, and they don't. They don't really know who he is. So yeah, I mean, fair play to his agent. Yeah, he's, he's a bit of a dope, but he's he's got him the gig. He's playing an absolute blinder here. To be fair to him. Because he's not, he's not even got anything to sell, has he? He's basically got right. So what's he going to do? Well, he'll come on and say hello, be David. Well, he's a motivational speaker, isn't he? You now get the crowd up, getting all getting motivated, all, getting all motivated. <laughs> Someone who shall remain nameless has um, persuaded yours truly to. Uh, it's a bit of a laugh, really. Dating service, online dating. Yeah, it's just great. I'm going along with it, but you know, trying things once. Variety is the spice of life, and all that. Living la vida loca. La Dolce Vita. Fulu Vuku, share a bit more. You know what that means? Yeah. Will you go to bed with me? <laughs> I hope no French women apply now. I hope they do. I love French girls. Yeah, so I'm joking. I'd do most nationalities. So, yeah. Internet dating. Online dating. He's uh, straight in there. I'd imagine. Hasn't waited. Neil's getting married, so bang. Get it, get it done. He needs to now, isn't he? He's got a um, a definite date that he needs an actual partner by. Well, exactly. Surely if he was, you know, getting all this love in motels, he would just maybe call one of them up. I know, but with them it's hit and run, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, This sort of thing, I can't remember. It wasn't around about that sort of of, um, time for me. I wouldn't have been old enough necessarily to start. In that day, nah, not not that, not back then. Um, but it must have been quite new, and 
I suppose you can see with the the matches and stuff that they get it's all on paper and printed out and all that sort of stuff in it. But they were proper and, like physical agencies back yeah, then, weren't yeah. they? You actually they had offices and everything. Yeah. Literally, uh, go in and it was yeah, it was old school. Sad, sad bastard shops. What kind of questions they're asking though? You're blatantly going to lie, aren't you? There's, I mean, there's certain things you can't lie about. But again, you say attractive. How attractive are you? Or what? How would you describe your look? It's subjective, isn't it? Fucking great. Next. Fair enough. <laughs> She'll see me. But yeah, it is subjective. You're right. Surely just send a photo and then I don't know. Maybe talk about things you like, innit? What What would you like doing? Sports. Squash. But someone. Someone's going to look different to somebody else, isn't they? You know. <laughs> someone, great. someone is willing to have a relationship with Gemma Collins. I mean, that says it all. Variety is the spice of life. Yeah, it shares all the spices. Fucking hell! On uh, her food. Yeah. <laughs> that's of it. Wee. No, we're not. We're not. We're not going to do fat shaming. That's not very nice. Wow. There's something about Gemma Collins. Don't <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, she, don't, I don't mind. Don't mind that. She's a div. She needs to get in the bin. Yeah. I think it's the confidence aspect of it. It's mm. that sort of fat and proud. I'm not a fan of. I can. I can get that. It's. You know, it's fair play. You love love your skin. You're in and all that. But she definitely loves skin. Fucking chicken skin. <laughs> um. It's for me. It's the obviously do anything to stay in the papers. Yeah. With that, her. Yeah. It'll be like one yeah. week. Oh, I've had a fall and. Gemma Collins seen in wheelchair the next day Gemma Collins miraculous recovery fucking big chair the next day Gemma Collins shits herself <laughs> oh, what, what papers do you read oh I read the good ones boy <laughs> only the best did you not see that on the front of the, the FT Gemma <laughs> Collins shit herself oh do you know what I'd love to see that <laughs> I'd bloody love her to shit herself <laughs> yeah again digressing as usual yeah might be the theme of today's episode. Sam and Steve, The Digression. Oh, that sounds like a shit um, Darren Brown type show. Yeah, um, let's not get into him. No. So, has Neil got a date for the wedding or just... September. Could, could be a washout. <laughs> Might rain. Hope not. Hope not. It's a shame, isn't it? <laughs> He's, uh, it's, it's affected him, isn't it, Neil? To get married. It's definitely dented his confidence. Yeah. It's, it's phased him. Phased him. Got in his head. It's weird. Do you reckon he'll be invited? Uh, would you invite him? Not knowing no. what he was like at the Coventry conference. Well, exactly. No, and he loves a drink, doesn't he? But he's he's in Neil's in no way obligated. He's basically sacked him. <laughs> <laughs> I reckon Neil's the kind of guy who would invite somebody sacked to his wedding. Probably just the evening. Uh, I don't think he's that vindictive. I think it'd be more likely to just ignore him. Watching TV? Yeah, put documentaries. You can't specify. Type it in. Mixing with friends? Yeah, loads, put loads. Travelling? Yeah. When was the last time you went travelling? I'm a travel boy. Travel. Where have you been travelling? Hull. <laughs> it's hardly travelling. Oh, isn't it? But, How uh, did I get there then? Did it come to me? Oh, it comes Hull down the motorway in a car. Oh, travel boy. Yeah. Find out he's a traveller. <laughs> this is mm. one of my favourite lines it's, in the whole series. It's well it's, used. It's brilliant. It's a great point because although Hull isn't the most exotic place and doesn't tick the box of conventional travelling, he's right. What do you count as travel? Exactly. You know? How did it? You know, did it come to me? Oh, yes, how? Uh, Coming down the motorway in a car. It's quick, just great. Quick, um, quick top bit of info, bit of trivia. Oh. I'm travelling to Hull at the end of the month. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, well. Unless it comes to me down the motorway in a car. <laughs> Steve's travel boy. Um, can we get a picture of you as you enter? Pull One, over on the hard shoulder. One hundred percent. Just with a point. 
Yeah, I'm doing it for those who can't see me. Obviously, I will. I will get some kind of memento of the occasion. Don't worry. Big bridge in there as you come out of the hole. The Humber. The Humber. Yeah, I only got only driven under it once. I think. Yeah, nice, nice okay. story. <laughs> <laughs> if that makes the edit, then this has been a terrible episode. <laughs> Uh, if any of our listeners are in um, in hell, then make make sure you tap us up. Yeah. Tell Steve where to go. What are you doing? You in um, some pubs or what? Visiting, uh, visiting in-laws. Oh. It'll be a lovely old time. Lovely. Brilliant. Well, on that note, we'll uh, move swiftly on, shall we? We, we see the lovely bit of um, fireiness and that little edge between yeah. David and Gareth. He's still, whether he admits it or not, he still resents Gareth, I think, for, for taking as he off. says, jumping in his grave. Yeah. Do you think Tim's ever told him that they offered it to him? No. Think he's ever told anyone? No, I think he's doesn't need it, does he? No, I don't think he's that egotistical. Yeah, I agree. And now he's stuck listening to um, yeah. talk about Karma Sutra. Yeah, that's not what you need. No, I've got I've got no desire for that. I mean, if if you've got an interest in different positions, then feel free to go back to our special with David Shaw, <laughs> aka Taffy, and yeah. uh, we had sex position quiz. Was it the um, Scorpion as well? Oh, there, there was the fire hydrant or something. <laughs> That's a good one. Um, yeah, there were a few. Available on all good podcasting platforms. And some bad ones. Probably. Will you get a chance to get back to Slough this year to see your friends and, and workmates? Uh, yeah, no, definitely not. Why is that? Um, well, for a start, it costs three months' wages to go over there and what we earn. What if we were able to arrange for you to go back? For a million reasons we can't go. So. What do you mean arranging? Well, if we were able to take care of everything, would you want to go back? Yeah, of course. Let's talk about it first. Is that a genuine offer? So, they've been given an offer. Um, the BBC are going to sort it for Lee and Dawn to come back. He's coming home. I mean, BBC, fair play. Throwing money around. To me, to me Lee looked... Well, he clearly was far happier to jump the gun and want to come back home Dude was almost a little bit reluctant a little bit resistant to it yeah did you think that's because she knew that if she saw Tim there'd be feelings flying around there'd be the old uh, sparks uh, maybe a bit of that or maybe it's the um, the fact that she's more realistic she's a woman isn't she she knew it wasn't possible until mm. until they got the offer because I suppose there's you part- see her at the airport a bit later on don't we and it flips she's like buzzing and he's just sat there yeah so maybe it's kind of she is she is looking forward to it but lee just loves a freebie doesn't he yeah he's a lad fucking top lad isn't he yeah i mean to what do we owe the bbc for this I know. this little gem imagine if it would never happen our story could have been different exactly no fair play to him right her details her marital status single divorced not divorced no, husbands might still be around, might be a nutter. No, I'm not getting into all that. Widowed? I'd bloody love her to be widowed. Okay. We start to get a, an insight into the type of woman that David wants. Time, yeah, time to find out his his passions. So, what's he looking for? Not divorced. Bloody love her to be widowed. <laughs> it's an interesting thing to, <laughs> to, to, to want, but um, does that mean vulnerable? Sort of Yeah. easy? Mm. Not not that all widows are easy, and but you know, someone he can sort of yeah. I'm gonna stop talking. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but remember, he, he would do most nationalities, so well, yeah, he's keeping everything open. Now, when he says most, which ones is he not thinking <laughs> of? <laughs> Let's not get into that. <laughs> oh dear, 
Yes, bad territory. <laughs> um, 25. Well, the rule is half your age plus seven, isn't it? Is it? Yeah. Is that? I thought that was a well-known rule. You look mm. a nonce if you're going out of anyone that doesn't fall into uh, that calculation. Half your age plus seven. So, oof. That's depressingly old. <laughs> yeah, I might have to change uh, some of my internet habits. Let's check his hard drive. <laughs> but yeah, that that for anyone out there who's who's thinking, oh, is is so and so too young for me? That's the equation. Half yeah. your age plus seven. I like that. That's good. It's good to have a firm idea of where that where that sits. Really. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Public service. Go. Like it. You're welcome. Um, there is going to be a couple of blasts from the past at this uh, Christmas party. Pete Gibbons and his wife Cheryl will be here. Oh. Gibbons. Nice to see them. Um, Jeff Lamp might be popping okay. in. Um, and also Dawn Tinsley and Lee will be oh, pop- yeah, flying yeah, visit. They'll um, be popping in. So we have uh, a return of Pete Gibbons. <laughs> <laughs> So not only is Dawn coming back, but Pete Gibbons is coming back, and uh, well, we've we've got our very own Pete Gibbons. Yeah, I'm gonna say it. He's a prick. <laughs> Don't like him. That parrot stitched me up last time. And yeah, we we put it out on Twitter. We thought this parrot needs to be a big part of our podcast, and uh, his name is now Pete Gibbons officially. Yeah, you chose. So, thank you. He's Landslide, your, Pete Gibbons. He's your parrot now. Yeah, Pete. How you doing, mate? Get out. No, get, get out. I mean it. <sighs> Shame. I think that's enough from Pete this week. Pete yeah. Gibbons, you had your chance. <sighs> Maybe we'll see you in Series 3. I will not have profanity banded around this podcast <laughs> willy-nilly. I just don't know why he's got such a bad attitude towards me. Mm. don't know what's wrong with him. So just, just doesn't like you. Yeah, but I mean... I can see why. Can you though? You know. That's just Pete for you, isn't it? He's had uh, a few. He can drink. <laughs> uh, he drinks. Just the eight pints for him last night. I think we can. I think maybe um, maybe we should do a phone in. <laughs> phone in with Pete Gibbons. There's got to be there's got to be something for Pete in the yeah, next we'll, series. We'll have a um, in the next episode. We'll have a talking head with Pete. Yeah. We'll yeah. have um, maybe yeah. We'll, maybe let, we'll, we'll try let him. Him, we'll let him call down now. He's obviously got a bit of a problem. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, yeah, we'll have, we'll have a conversation with him in the next episode. Yeah, I think maybe interview him, find out, you know, what his beef is. I'd like to know, certainly. You know, he might be, he might need a bit of a chat. He might need some therapy. So. Ask him if he ever got those grass stains out of his trousers. <laughs> <laughs> Not in front of his wife. Uh. And in the, the meeting with uh, with Gareth and the guys about organising a Christmas party, um, Keith's got some interesting ideas. We can't just put something for the old people, you know, like what, Werther's Originals, a phone call from your son, what? Anything else? Wet t-shirt competition. Keith, we cannot have a wet t- he's writing that down as well. What's, is that something for the old people, Gareth? No, definitely not, that's a good point, actually. No OAPs in wet t-shirts. So, the wet t-shirt competition's going ahead? Look, it's a democracy, right? That's the point. Everyone Gareth, can get their ideas on a piece of paper. Gareth, Gareth. We cannot have a wet t-shirt competition. You can. Just need a bucket and a t-shirt. Yeah, Keith, um... Is a worry for me. Yeah. I mean, he's, he's come up with prostitutes and a wet t-shirt competition <laughs> um, within the space of a couple of minutes. Yeah. And we all, we also know from his um, At a Christmas past, party as well. Yeah, it's a, it's an odd one. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. He's a bit of a danger. Yeah. What are you going to say about his but, past? Um, I think he's got a murky past. <laughs> a murky yeah. hard drive, I reckon. Yeah, for sure. But there's there's always one of them in an, in an office, not necessarily in a 
bad way. But um, there's always a deviant in the office, no yeah. matter how straight-faced everyone is. My missus used to work with someone who turns out her husband liked to piss on her and she liked to suck toes. <laughs> but, uh, you t- know. Turns out. Yeah. Um, oh, how do you find out these things? You know. It's always the quiet ones. Yeah, absolutely. Quite literally in this case. <laughs> yeah, that was a bit of a shock, to be honest. Uh, I suppose I'd thought out of sight, out of mind, or whatever, and that I'd got her out of my system. But, yeah, when I heard she was coming back, uh, I don't know, what can I say? I was, my stomach just sort of... You know. At first, I, I thought it was embarrassment, and then it it's the thought of seeing her, or whatever, you know. So it's, there's obviously something still there. Mm. But then we've got more doubt about, about Tim and Dawn and the sort of what the future holds there. Gareth drops the idea or drops the fact that they're coming back. Um, and Tim again is heads in bits. He's all over the place again, isn't he? Yeah. Straight away thinking about, no, I'm not asking her, she'll have to ask me. It's obviously still on the agenda. Do you know what? From a, from a serious point of view, he must yeah, be please so. Be, please be serious. He must be so incredibly in love with this girl, considering it's three years since the episode's ended. And he's still this infatuated with her. Yeah. I mean, three years. It's a, a, long, it's a long time, it's, isn't it? It's a little bit creepy. You don't mind me saying? Yeah, they're um, all creeps. I know, Next. I know. you know, there's this whole... It's a love story. It's like the British Ross and Rachel type thing. It's, it's a bit creepy. <laughs> there's an undertone. Yeah. Oh, you've ruined it for everyone. I though. think the reason there's not been a follow-up is because it would have ended with him murdering her. And... <laughs> Dawn now buried under his kitchen. <laughs> Selling the body to Keith. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know what's wrong with me today. No, he's clearly, he's, he's clearly very much in love with her. And it's a lovely romantic story. Yeah, no, it's yeah. it's nice. And he hasn't been able to move on in three years, yeah. which, you know... And you've got the initial, initial hesitancy from Dawn and Lee was buzzing to go back. Yeah, as I say, like now it's the other way around. It's totally. completely switched, isn't it? Dawn is all up, look. Smile on her face. She looks, she looks happy for once. Nice to see her smiling. Yeah. Even cracking a joke. Haven't seen that for a while. Mm. So yeah, looking forward to seeing Dawn back home. She's Watch looking. The friends. She's Go looking on, tidy as well. Yeah. That's the main thing. Well, that's you know, that's not really what we're here for. So. Uh, don't get coarse. Tidy, you know, that degrades women. So. <laughs> I don't want to hear that, please. It's nothing vicious. No. It's, it's affectionate. No, nah, nah, it's not. Um, it's not what it's about. No. And then one of the most iconic scenes. There we go. Um, certainly of the specials, but you know, arguably of the, it's whole, got to be series. the whole series, isn't it? Um, what's that bloke's name? I was just thinking. I was going to ask you exactly the same. I know him, but I can't think where he's from. And now I'm thinking we're going to have to casually pause the record and find out what. <laughs> Mike McLean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that straight away. Yeah, just uh, back of my head, just couldn't quite uh, figure him out. But. Yeah, from the Big Breakfast, uh, circa 19... <laughs> uh, no, that's been bugging me, so that's good. Glad we found that out. But he introduces more. We've got Bubble. Good. He's a good celebrity, or was in his uh, day. Famous uh, for his hats. Irritating, isn't he? Well, not, I didn't mean he was good, as in he was half decent. He was just... He's a good he cast sort, for sort, this. Sort of a big name, wasn't it? Yeah, I yeah. bet he did loads of these, didn't he? Yeah. A bit like, um, what's his name? Matey Boy. Oh, Howard. Howard. I bet he would have done hundreds of these as well. Who gives you extra? Do you know what? Good advert. I'm pretty sure. No, it wasn't him. 
Who's the black guy from um, Big Brother? No, I am. Oh, he's really clever. Glasses. Uh, are we going to have to pause again? <laughs> Let me have a think about this. Talk about yourself. <laughs> John Tickle. Tickle. Um, That's him. Yeah, he. Um, I remember seeing him in a club doing an appearance. <laughs> why, why? That was worth the wait. Well, <laughs> so you've yeah. seen Richard Blackwood and John Tickle. Yeah, only the celebs, mate. Yeah, so sort of a good little, good little list there. Well done. <laughs> good story. In this, I want to put it out there. Brent, hundred percent in the wrong. He, oh, massively. He jumps yeah. in and interrupts the girl talking, and he, and no, I'm not surprised he gets a what was that shit. He gets a he. He reveals it after, doesn't he, that they know the answers yeah. or they know what's coming, and he didn't let her ask the question. Why, why has he jumped the gun? He's yeah. a disgrace. Uh, he's excited, isn't he? He's he's got his, you know, the only one he's bothered to dress up, ready to get the crowd going, and do, uh, do yeah, reckon, just forgets the format of the show. Do you reckon these um, these were kind of pre-prepared? If you know what I mean. Bubbles obviously got his you're forever blown bubble. Ah, oh, gotta be, aren't they? Do you reckon Howard came out with something about? Ices or <laughs> you know if I want advice from you mate it'd be about mortgages yeah, yeah you know well she's picked him as well hasn't she she has because she says goodbye to him yeah. bye to Brent obviously and um, yeah but she picks he, Howard so he must have come out with some absolute bangers but you, you'd think he would come out with some kind of again in inverted commas sexy like office management management bants or flirty comments rather than where's Austin Powers come from <laughs> where's Leroy come from <laughs> They're not even going to see the shoes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. Again, it's. Uh, I'm at, I, I like the fact that that's been in his car all day while he's yeah. been going to his meetings. Yeah, it's, it's a shame. Are they going to take his deposit if it's a little bit ripped? <laughs> um, Already wet. Joke's on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think um, you're right, though. Overall, Brent's in the wrong there. Yeah. And he, uh, he's made a mug of himself. Yeah. And that, you know, you get called a wanker. <laughs> And that's it. And he bring, it again. It's one of my favourite terms, and I think it's going to go deep in the World Cup. Is the uh, you're wanker, mate. You're wanker, mate. If anyone is, <laughs> yeah, versatile. Big, big, big fan of that. Um, so after that disastrous performance, that um, has not gone well. Well, from his point of view, you know, calling <laughs> him an idiot. They're on paying the money. Well, like know. we said, how much is he getting for that? Um, yeah, it, it really does look like he's hit. He's hit a low. The fact that um, he's now arguing with people that are supposed to be doing it for a laugh. Yeah, it's not um, ideal. He's taking it too seriously. He's, isn't he? he's falling out with uh, Howard from the Halifax. It's not on. Yeah, I think you need to be in a very bad place to fall out with him. He, yeah. he seems like a lovely bloke. Yeah. So. I'm going to try and hunt him down. I do want him on the podcast. <laughs> um, I actually need to remortgage. So <laughs> There you go. <laughs> uh, and we actually we are with the Halifax. So... I mean, Howard, if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, I think I think you will. Be. Too much, mate. I'll give you a text because I've probably already got your number. I think you. I think you. Loyal, loyal customer. Um, you've got the the frustration boils over with uh, with Kim. Gets drink thrown in his face twice, but wet already wet. So <laughs> jokes on her. Exactly. Um, and then we find out that he feels like his agents are cretting. I think he realises. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, He's just fallen out of everyone anyway. It's been a long day. He's on the road. He's got to turn up for that. Do you think maybe this is the breaking point? This is the well, this the, is the bit that, that tips him over. Yeah, it is almost a straw that breaks the camel's back looking at the way it ends. You know, he looks forlorn, he's on his own. 
He looks lonely, he looks fed up of having to go to these clubs and basically get laughed at or abused by these people that don't really care who he is. Yeah, exactly. Um, and you would do. Fair play. Yeah, I think to be... No amount of money's worth that. Yeah, there is there is a, an amount where you think, do you know what, 200 quid or something to get called a prat and a wanker and all sorts is probably not really worth it, is it? No, no I don't think so. Um, no. It's not life-changing money, is it? You know? <laughs> so you, you pay me the same as a footballer, you call me what you want, I'll happily do that, but not for 200 nicker to go to a grotty pub with a sticky floor. Yeah. There's no, no value. Call the wanker. No need. Especially if you've got to be up in the morning, back yeah. on the road. Yeah. No one wants that. That's a rough one. Is it? Is it rock bottom? Poor bloke. Well, should we go have a cup of tea? Yeah, I fancy, for... fancy a brew. And then we'll get ready for, for part two, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, so what should we do with these lot of time? Stay, stay tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned for, uh, for part two. We'll be back two. soon, guys. Yeah. Thanks. See you in a bit. If. If you don't know me by now You will never, never, never know me Hi, how are you? Come on in I've poured you a glass of my favourite wine Cabernet Sauvignon I really know you But I've been lying awake at night Wondering if you really know me Because Children, when we argue, fuss, and fight. Whoa.